Hey, welcome to the Dream Tour podcast. Possibly the last ever Dream Tour podcast because I'm thinking about switching the name. <laughs> <laughs> but the show's not done. But welcome to the Dream Tour podcast. We talk to we talk to different types of artists, athletes, um, entrepreneurs, different types of people. Today we have a comedian. We're going to be doing a lot more comedians in the future. I've been getting into the comedy world a little bit myself, and uh, so go ahead and give us your name here. Uh, Blake Townsend. I'm really upset you didn't include me as one of your athletes. Um, <laughs> it's very upsetting about that, but <laughs> glad yeah. to be on. Yeah, dude. Um, this comedy thing, I, I, me just starting, it's been a blast, and it's been cool to like get to know a lot of the comics like you and the other people up at the Funny Stop, and that's the only place I've been, but I know you go all around. Yeah, I, I un, unfortunately didn't meet a lot of comics that I wanted to talk to right off the bat. I was just more, I brought my friends to shows yeah. and then stayed with them, went up, did my thing, and then got down. But I'm really enjoying getting to know the community yeah, of no, people. It's fun. It's fun because, like, you know they're a comic, so you know their brain's funny. <laughs> you know? Well, you, you hope. Yeah, you hope. <laughs> you hope. Yeah, maybe their brain's not funny in the right way. You know, it is amateur night that I'm going up on, so <laughs> some people's brains aren't funny but they're well, definitely funny. Well, speaking of amateur night, gonna r- go right off the rip with this. Waleed is one of my favorite people to see there. Waleed is freaking hilarious. Not even just his comedy. He's just such a positive dude. No. He comes up and talks to me all the time and tells me how good I do, strokes my ego, you know, <laughs> gives me a bro job, as I like to call it. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> I was messing with him at the last show. One of the girls came up and she said something about dating, like, um, uh, middle eastern guy and she was like who's whose life and she made a joke about like she used to date this middle eastern guy and she's like but whose life am i gonna ruin next and i was like waleed oh <laughs> <laughs> well, he'd be down for it yeah he made a joke about it too he went up there and was like hey <laughs> waleed is waleed is one of the funniest people to see up there i saw him for, for like he may not be at this point stand-up comedy funny oh yeah but he is a naturally like he's just going up there and talking and Mm -hmm. he's just funny yeah like he's a dude you want to sit down and have a beer with yeah (laughs) like he's he go he's only been doing it a couple months no i know and i feel like such a dick by saying that stand-up comedy funny but like there's a different level of going up and telling jokes like an hour or like a longer period of time compared to just Sitting down and talking with someone, and he's someone I'd want to sit down and, like, I know I'd have a blast hanging out with him. I'll have to get Waleed on the show now that we <laughs> talked about him. <laughs> Waleed, I expect a DM from me. <laughs> I mean, and he's, you Ooh, know, Middle Eastern, so and he straight up goes deep into the fucking, like... Middle Eastern jokes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And the, the thing is, he does, he has jokes going up there, and I in the weeks that I've seen him... He's like changed, like he's went like lighthearted Middle Eastern jokes, and then he's went harsh and like the different reactions and the different. <laughs> cra- it's it's been fun. No, I. He's one of the people I enjoy seeing going up. He, I'm pretty sure though, told me how to spell his name incorrectly <laughs> on Wednesday, just so I would pronounce it correctly. <laughs> like he told me how to spell, it, and I'm like, I mean, I know some people named Walid, and that's not how they spell it. I, I I don't I know one person named Waleed and I don't know how to spell it. Oh. It's, it's I want to say it's easy, but then I'm not gonna be 
willing to tell you how to spell yeah, it in case say, I'm you, wrong. If you're gonna if you're gonna say it's easy, you better be confident enough to spell it on air right now. <laughs> well, I know I've seen it spelled a bunch of times, and I'm pretty sure he told me it was spelled W A L L E E D, and I'm like. There's no way. He was like, this dude's really white. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want him to fuck it up. <laughs> Dude, and when I hosted, I'm sure you've seen Richard M. Teske. Maybe, probably. Uh, you know, you, he was there last I've seen time. him. Okay, I've seen yeah, him. Yeah, he's uh, he, a little hunched over posture. Okay. Uh, says really, really weird things. I'm trying it, to... It, to me, he gives me uh, Vaughn Wesley vibes. I love Vaughn. <laughs> well, no, I love Vaughn, but I it's going to be rude of me to say this, but I think he has some type of aut- autistic disorder or something. I think, I think he said he did. I don't know. Well, no, Vaughn does. Oh. For sure, Vaughn oh, yeah. does. But the other guy, like, it's just a little socially awkward. You know, like, just... Aren't we all? Yeah, but, I mean... We're all on the spectrum. <laughs> I I I'm pretty sure I <laughs> I've like as I hit like Are we talking about the sexuality spectrum right now. <laughs> no, that's too many letters for me. <laughs> yeah, I, that's why I quit math when they started putting letters in. <laughs> but no, when I was up there, some dude walked in and Pete just goes, "Put him here." It pointed at a spot on the list, so mm-hmm. I put him in there, and I bumped that Richard dude. He came up to me. He was like, "Did I get bumped?" It's like, "Not my choice, man." Not my oh my <laughs> gosh! He got pushed back one guy, and he was that mad. And the dude didn't even do five minutes. Oh my god! No, the first half of the show, almost no one did anywhere close to their five minutes. I did. Yeah, there was a. I was five, and I was I was four and a half, and I was the longest. Yeah, everyone just went up there and then just cut out, and I'm like, glad I was paying attention, guys. Oh my gosh, people were people were. There was a rough start that night. <laughs> it was not great. That was my best night ever, though, just because the start was so rough, and I had, like... Dude, I don't know what it was. I um, So I forgot my joke book, and I was really nervous about forgetting it because I've never, like, read out of my joke book on stage, but I've looked back once or twice yeah. and been like, where was I at? Oh, this bullet point. And I, it's also nice to just look at it beforehand. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just... And also to know that it's on the table next to me, if I forget where I'm at, I don't have to come up with it. I can look at my list, my bullet point list, and see what joke I left off at. You know what you got to be careful of? And I've heard other comedians talk about this. I did it too. When I first started, all off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Didn't go up with a list or anything. Then one time I was like, oh, maybe I should take a list. And it got to the point where I had to stop doing that because I realized even if I knew what joke I wanted to tell, I yeah. would go, Oh, okay. Yeah. So in the eight times I've been up, I've only looked back at it like twice where I just forgot my place. Yeah. Once once you start to get like where you, like you're you try a bunch of new stuff. Every week, yeah. It's yeah. All, it's half new every week. Yeah. So once you get to the point where you go, "Okay, I want to make sure this 5 minutes is good." Good. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. actually cuz the contest is about a month from now and I want to I want to I want to try and win, you yeah. know, I'll be a finalist at least. But you, you know? got to get like, I know you bring your joke book up there, but, like, once you... I just... Well, since I forgot it last week, I think yeah. I'm done with it. I yeah, think it's, it's staying. Sm- it's the smart thing to do. It made me perform better. Yeah. That's what I was... Because I went up there, and I knew what I was going to say, and it just... I was freer on the stage. I I felt like the stage felt bigger. Felt like I could walk around more, you know? 
so opposite of me. The stage feels small now to me because when I first started, I had, and I still have it, I get like really bad nervous energy. Yeah, right before. And, well, while I'm on stage, I sometimes visibly shake. My oh, whole yeah. body will I did, shake. I did that my first time. I shook the whole five minutes. <laughs> but like, so when I first started to stop people from seeing me shaking, I would walk back and forth, back as whatever the size the stage was that I was get your pacing. steps in. Yeah, get your steps in on the comedy stage. No, I no, I walk back and forth, but like I feel like I turn my back to the to the the far side of the room a lot. Well, that's but that's there, one, there's never anyone over there. One thing I I did concentrate on though, and even now that I stand still more often than I used to, I constantly look back and forth. Sometimes I tell a joke straight to someone's eyes. Like, I'll look at someone and tell a joke, especially when I'm, ex- like, pretending I'm talking to someone. Yeah. I'll look at someone and say it. But I constantly, whole thing, like, I learned that as a server. Like, if you're asking something to the table, don't look at one person. You look at everyone at the table. Yeah. So I do that while I'm on stage. I'm constantly scanning the whole crowd. Yeah, I like to look around a little bit, but like when I'm saying a punchline, I pick someone. I pick a person. It's like I'm telling this joke to you now. <laughs> <laughs> See, my, all of my jokes are just from personal stories mm-hmm. mostly. So there's there's some I don't know where mine come from. <laughs> I don't know where they're from. But because I do that, like most of my punchlines, I just kind of look over everyone's heads and hope they laugh. <laughs> like I, yeah, I, I I don't want to look at someone and have my punchline not work on them. Oh my them. gosh, like that that like elderly couple that was sitting in the middle on Wednesday. Oh my gosh, I was dead eyeing grandpa, and he wanted to laugh so bad, but he kept looking over at her like. <laughs> That'll happen. <laughs> A lot of comedians make jokes about it, like, "Oh, you want to laugh, but with you're with your girl," and. It comes from a grain of truth, for sure. Especially, they were just like, they were like probably in their 70s, like, and she did not look happy, but he was like, the whole show, he was like, right, he was just having a good time, but <laughs> no, neither of them laughed the whole show. I was watching them, like, during everyone's sets. Well, there was a, I was at the Funny Stop last weekend, or either last weekend or two weekends ago, I did a guest set there, and... It, it went good. It went good, but there was a girl that was in the front row, and she was mid, mid-beer drink, and I said something, and she literally spat it out on the floor, and I was like, yes. that's a highlight. Yeah, no. That's a fucking highlight. <laughs> no. Dude, I was I was just happy because I, I, I walked off that stage not having my notebook, having some good laughs, and then I was like, all right, I don't need my notebook. I just no. I, you don't need it. I don't need my notebook. And and I mean, me you need it. I need for it writing. beforehand. Yeah, no, I'm still gonna write my jokes down. That's how I memorize them. Yeah, see, I wish I was like that. I wish I could fucking write I don't, jokes well, down. I don't write them out. I write out the topic and the punchline. Yeah, I, I basically like after I write a premise down, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll premise, write a, yeah. a, a premise down. I'll like okay, but then like if I'm writing. I don't write my jokes. I do set lists beforehand, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll write out my set list sometimes. And it's literally just, like, BB slash pre-D slash, like, 
no fucking makes like, no sense <laughs> to anyone but you. Yeah, yeah that's kind of how mine are. Mine will be just like one word. It'll just be like masturbation. Yeah. It's like, and then I talk about it for three minutes. <laughs> well, first of all, that's probably not unique to you. There's probably a lot, <laughs> a of, lot people of people go, that go masturbation joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone. If you don't have one, get one. <laughs> I mean, if you don't have one, you don't have a penis. You. Everyone can masturbate. Well, that's what I'm saying is, like, everyone who has a penis has one. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's true. They all have a joke about it. Yeah, they every do. guy. Because every guy is like, this is what a, I've spent most of my life doing. At least a funny mo- At least a funny <laughs> name, you know? That's what I should do on my um, – because um, – what I'm like, what I'm doing with this show is I'm splitting it up, and I'm gonna start going in public, and I'm gonna ask people questions. Like, I'm gonna ask some dream questions, like you know, what are your dreams? Like, I'm just gonna sit down on college campuses and let kids come and talk about like what they want to do. But I'm also gonna do things like walk up to people and be like, "You ever get caught masturbating? Tell us the story." <laughs> there was a point where I should I put that in the same video? <laughs> should I make like one video? It's like it's like seventy five percent. Like, good heartwarming stories and 25% dick jokes? You know, find your niche. <laughs> find your niche, man. <laughs> if that's what works, that's what works. But no, there was a time where I thought I was getting away with masturbating. Like, I thought I almost got caught a couple of times. And then I, he- I heard from someone in school. They're like, so... Did you get caught masturbating your Hulk boxers? And I was like, so I did get caught. Yes, yes, I did not get away with that. Oh my gosh, what, you're telling me like your mom told her friends? My brother. Oh, nice. I shared a room with my brother for a a long time growing up, and I thought I got away with some things that apparently I didn't. But you know what? In my defense, I caught him doing something that he made fun of me. Like He's like, oh, it looks like you don't have a dick in your pants. Then I found out that he tied a string to a lock that that was mine. It was my lock, so I'm very upset about this. But he tied a string to it. I don't know where this is going. Because he, I found it on our history on our computer. He found a website that said you can make your dick bigger by hanging a lock from it. (laughs) Okay. I mean, how much is a lock? Like two bucks? I don't know, especially not at that time. I didn't buy it. My mom bought it for me, but it was my lock. It was red. I was going to go get one. <laughs> Is that article real? Dude, I, it's... It's worth a shot. It, like, how long do I got to do this for? I I heard on another podcast some dude, like, went to, like, this, like, uh, native island, mm-hmm. and everyone had big fucking schlongs oh nice and he was like what what happened he goes well you wear underpants we don't and i was like oh so like gravity <laughs> oh my gosh yeah so i mean it may dude it may be true it may just be those guys were bred with big dicks <laughs> yeah but also could, wait have you ever imagined like what if we? no i have not <laughs> Wherever you're going, I'm going to say no. Oh, I thought you said you've never imagined before. (laughs) No, I haven't. Never done that. I've lived the most dull life ever. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Have you ever imagined, like, what would it be like if we just, like, 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 clothes are, like, societally normal. Like, we made up clothes, we wear clothes. What if we just didn't and we were just normal about Uh, it? And, like... 
I I told someone one time I was like I it happened before where people just would walk around naked mm-hmm. and that happened. And they're like, well, what about kids? I was like, what if you didn't sexualize kids? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my God. Dude, people did walk around naked. That yeah. we, we eventually it, were like, oh, we, we're cold. Yeah. But, like. But, no, like, we created the atmosphere of sexual organs. Being sexual. Like, those shouldn't be seen at, until a certain age. And it's like, there, there was a time where kids just grew up seeing it. And yeah, it was just. Their, their parents walked around naked. Their, everyone they knew walked around naked. They walked around naked. It was yeah. normal. Imagine how that 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 world would be like. It'd be it'd be exactly the same, except for freshman year of high school when a hot girl walked into class, you, all the guys would just. <laughs> but, but like, it wouldn't be weird. Yeah. It would just be normal. Girls would just be like counting how many they got when they walked into a room. Okay, first of all, <laughs> she'd be like, "I got five yesterday." <laughs> <laughs> That's a guy thought. <laughs> That's a guy thought. One hundred percent. What you? What? No way. No. Girls care about... No, girls wouldn't count how many they had up. They would count how many didn't go up. Oh. Did they think that negatively? I don't know. Well, I mean, girls in our society do, because I I don't know why that the whole, oh, they're hot in a magazine thing has been real for so long. It's like, you've... How do you not realize, like, not everyone looks like a fucking model? But you know what? Guys are still going to be interested. There's uh, no woman on this planet that is unfuckable. <laughs> there is no woman on this planet. Some guy, like, I've always said, if... There's somebody for everybody. Yeah, There's enough people for if everybody. any for sure. girl could walk in, like, if she said, I'm too ugly, you know, no one will ever want to be with me, walk into a bar one time and just go, I want to get fucked tonight. There will be a taker. Probably. There will be a taker. Yeah. I mean, he might not be the cutest fella. No, no. You got to lower your standards. (laughs) You you got to lower it. But there's always a taker. Like, there's no girl that's too ugly. I I play this game with people. I don't think there'd only be one taker. I think there'd be a fight. (laughs) I think there'd be a fight. Yeah, between two old drunk guys. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But no, this is a game I like to play. Think of the ugliest girl you can imagine that you've ever met. The ugliest girl. I can't. I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, I'm not, I'm not picturing. Okay, think of just. I'm just trying. I'll, I'll just make one up. I'll just no, make no, one no, up. No, no, no. This has to be real. Think of a girl in high school that you thought was ugly. First of all, I, I know your standards are higher than that. To not think a girl's ugly. <laughs> I just, I, it, maybe, maybe. I'm, I'm just, okay, well, I was such a little second, nice guy, you know? It's, the it's, second part is, bet they have kids. No. Really? I'm 21. Not you, but. That, that, that I, girl? Even, even when I was in high school, kid, people were having kids. <laughs> I don't know. I Maybe one, or one person of mine. I don't know about any. Maybe there's one person with a kid. We're just like, we're just like, you know. Four years out of high school this next Dude, year. I was in high school and I, there was at least four girls. I didn't go that to public school. Oh, oh! I should have known. <laughs> I should have known. Looking at this space, that you didn't go to public school. That's yeah. my bad. Yeah, no. that's my bad. <laughs> Wait, what? Is, do do poster? Do public school kids not have posters? No, they don't have lights, cameras, action. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. They do, there's definitely some action at public schools. 
There's a lot. And I know that, they, they, yeah, they don't have lights. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the problem. The lights. Public schools, if they're really poor, like I, I lived next to a school that was governmentally funded. It was a public school, but the government paid to keep it running because yeah. the well, the taxes, they couldn't, couldn't tax, cover it. Yeah, they couldn't keep it running if it was just taxing the people that live there. But uh, one thing. They kept their lights on 24 hours a day. Why? No idea. <laughs> but they kept them on. They were never off. And, I mean, I went to a small school, and that was our rival. So, obviously, we made fun of it because... Yeah, of course. It was like, you can't fucking... Af- school, you can't yeah. af- You can't afford to fucking, like, have people live in your town, but you can keep your lights on at your school all day? Like... <laughs> Yeah. Dude, I don't like school. School's broken. Yeah. The, the the way the way schools are funded is broken too. Well, the way anything's funded's broken. Well, do you, a, do you know how the state of Ohio funds their schools? Let's hear it. All right. So the schools get a percentage of property tax from the area. So the poorer areas have worse schools. Yeah, yeah, keep, keep going on the bureaus. So the poorer the poorer the area, the less money your school has. If they just taxed everyone and split it up amongst the amount of students that are in that district, that means no matter if you were a poor kid or a rich kid, you'd get a fair a more equal education. Well, that's that's like I'm a big LeBron stan. I'm gonna say that right I, off the bat. I, there's a LeBron poster over there. <laughs> but I went to his high school. Well, did you? You went to St. Vincent, St. Mary's? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why when he started the I Promise School, like some people got pissed. Like they're like, uh, he he's you know he's starting a school and it's gonna take our tax monies. It was like, no, that money's already there. Yeah, it's he not just charging he created anymore. a public school. Where he gets some of the tax money you're already paying, and, and he then puts he's his own money to match pouring it. money into mm-hmm. it so that people can get food. Like he helps parents get fucking like uh, job education type of things, like how to get a job. Like, and I, the that school's awesome, but the fact that he needs to do that is shitty. No, one hundred percent. It sucks that he has to do that. He, like, it, we shouldn't rely on a basketball player to be educating children. No, he should be dribbling balls and dunking. But he <laughs> he has to teach the kids in Akron because nobody else will. <laughs> and I, dude, people have given him shit for that school, and I just I don't understand it. I don't get it. People it's will like, give him shit for anything, but he. I mean, I mean, the internet is half trolls yeah, for he, LeBron. No, the. <laughs> The internet is half trolls for everyone. They're all Russians and Chinese agents making us fight each other on Twitter. Yeah, dude, have you? Are you uh on the NBA memes page? No, dude. I followed it because my friend was like, "Hey, look at they put some funny memes." But it did what every meme page on the internet does is like get a following and then post the same stuff everyone else is. Yeah, but NBA memes like it. It'll post something, but then the caption that it has a link to to read something about has nothing to do with the picture. Mm. But you can tell there's bots just because people will go on there and be just mention LeBron for no reason. And then it starts an argument, and that gets that page all those follows, all mm-hmm, those likes. Mm-hmm. No, but dude, people love to argue, and 
there, the it, internet's great for it. Yeah, I watched <laughs> the. I think it was the last episode of Rogan. He had this dude, um, former CIA agent, and they were talking about how like how many actual just Russian bots are on our social media, just stirring stuff up, just stirring stuff up. They told that one story that um, some Russian bots made like an like a like a like a that where re- re- religious groups who hated each other they yeah. they formed their gr- their meeting they got them to meet across the oh, street from each other on the just same so day they could fight yeah <laughs> th- like they tricked them into doing that that's crazy it's crazy that people do that like fall for it that's the crazier Is it thing though? Dude, people are we have you that's... not read a comment on the internet where you went this is too asinine for me to fucking reply to. I don't, yeah, I don't do the whole comment thing. But, like, <laughs> like sometimes I just want to be like, kill yourself, you know? <laughs> like, stop whatever you're doing right now and just get in the bathtub with your toaster. Like, <laughs> stop commenting on TikToks. I've, I've been on, like, you know, like, a friend's page or something where I said something and then someone had something to say back and I went back and forth for, like, two or three comments and then I go you're not understanding this, so what's the point in talking? Yeah. So that I feel like that's how I'd get with a bot. Like, I read some comments, and I'm like, nope, not touching that one. Yeah, no. I could not mess with – I don't mess with a lot of comments. Every once in a while, I'll leave a comment on something, but it's usually like, oh, man, that was awesome. Come on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so on brand for you. Yeah, no, no, no. That's exactly <laughs> – Dude, what else? It's what I'm. I like to do. I like to make make shows on the internet, and I like to now. I like to tell jokes, and um, that's pretty much it. I like to watch Naruto. Oh, dude, drink have, have tasty you, beer. Have you gotten further into the war arc? Where I'm are you at? Three hundred. I'll, I'll I'll look at the number right now. We got a minute until we gotta until we gotta cut and reset the camera. So this is this will be a perfect three seventeen. Shino versus Tarune. Ooh, okay. It just started. So I'm excited about that one. Dude, it's going to be... I I want to hear what you have to think about it. Because I was watching it as it came out subbed. Like, I'm watch- It's subbed for me. It doesn't. Oh, you're co- watching it, subbed? Well, you can't. After episode... During the pain arc, like during the first or second episode of the pain arc, they stopped dubbing it. Oh, I thought, I thought it was dubbed. Not on Crunchyroll or Hulu. Oh, uh, well, I mean, that's where I, I said I pirate things from the internet a lot. I found so many streaming ways to you watch. You kind of look like you could be a pirate. <laughs> all right, all right. No, no, Wait. I don't have any scurvy. Um. <laughs> all right, we're, we'll pause, 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 guys. We're, we'll be back in one second. We just got to reset the camera. All right, we're back. And last thing we left off at is Blake's a pirate, and I'm on episode 317 of Naruto. <laughs> See, they didn't know you were on 317. You looked that up after. No, I think I, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we got 29 more minutes before we have to reset the camera again. <laughs> We've got, I, got a, I got a 30 minute cap on my camera, and I didn't, but no, you didn't just, know that when I bought it. <laughs> you just said that uh, Naruto was your first anime, yeah. which, by the way, when you get to the end, we need to talk. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have so many people I need to talk to at the end. Like there's like th- <laughs> there's like three people I'm gonna have to call. <laughs> I'll call you. I'll call that, Tony, and I'll call Zach. They've all been on the show. That's 
what's crazy is that anime is now becoming big. Yeah, it is. Like everyone that knows what like I saw Crunchyroll ads on Hulu. Dude, Crunchyroll will animate an anime just to put their ads in the anime. I've seen oh that my gosh. multiple times. It's insane. But since you called me a pirate, one anime you need to watch. Oh my I know what you're gonna say. Wait, 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 what's it? Okay, I don't know what it's called, no, no. but my friends are talking about yeah, it. Yeah, One Piece. One Piece, yep, One Piece. I, dude. Isn't it like a thousand episodes? It's too short. <laughs> Man. Because what happens is, one, they have great theme songs. Mm. Like, so if you, I usually, is it, is I it usually. Dubbed? Yeah, it's dubbed up to like a, a hundred episodes less than what it is. Okay, I can watch a hundred I don't mind. I don't mind the well. Here's the sub. thing. There's, I don't mind the sub, but I, I'm, you're gonna say exactly what I think, where it's, I'd rather get into dubbed and then go to the subbed version once I'm out of the episodes. Mm-hmm. Like you want to get into it in your normal language, yeah. and everything. Well, and like the thing is, like I don't like because like on Naruto, I don't like to miss lines because they like when they say stuff, it's usually something. Sometimes it's like, oh, I wish I didn't rewind that 10 seconds to read that. He said that 15 times this episode. Well, you're just talking about Naruto saying, I'm going to be Hokage. Yeah. Oh <laughs> Believe <my>. it. <laughs> um, yeah. But like, but like, I'll rewind a little bit to see what to read because I like looked away for a second. And it's like, if I dubbed it, if I looked away for a second, I could still hear what he yeah. said. Well, that's why I like dub for the longest time was because I haven't been diagnosed with it, but if. Anyone has ADHD? I think I do. I think you could get diagnosed. I think to get like it's not hard to get diagnosed with ADHD. Well, I don't want to be diagnosed, honestly. Well, because I'd have to see a doctor. Yeah, you <laughs> you just go to the doctor, and I'm pretty sure he asks you questions. And I think if you answer them right, like it's like a pop quiz, like it's like it's yeah. like a guessing game. It's like, what does he want me to say to give me these Adderall? <laughs> <laughs> but no, like first time I did Adderall. Holy hell, was I productive? You cleaned the whole pirate ship. <laughs> no, I I recorded a uh, a thirteen catch game in an arena football intramurals at YSU and had three touchdowns. Dang! And the fact that I remembered that I had thirteen catches and three touchdowns. Yeah, that's due to the Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. There was always that dumb kid who thought taking an Adderall before his ACT was going to raise his score. Dude. Didn't work for him. I felt so bad when I took my ACT and got my score back because I put no effort into it at all. And one of the people that I went to the, like, we we carpooled, Mm -hmm. uh, me and two girls named Sam carpooled to the (laughs) the Wow. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) <laughs> but uh the one the one girl who wasn't driving she took classes fucking studied her ass off for the ACT yeah and got like she got a good score mm-hmm. she got like a 26 27 yeah. or something i put no effort into it i only took the ACT because i knew that's what i needed to do to go to college yeah i fucking slept maybe an hour Went to the test with these girls. Found out when they showed up that you needed to have photo ID. And I was like, what? What?" So I like got on my phone like at the beginning of phones having internet. Oh, my gosh. 
And I found out that a, a high school yearbook would work. So we had to stop off at an, the the girl who was driving's house to pick up a yearbook that would prove I was Blake Townsend. Oh, my gosh. Got to the test. Um, you know, did it, whatever. She got a 26, 27, and I got a 31. I was I felt so bad. I was like, she put in all this effort, and I did nothing. <laughs> yeah, oh, my gosh. That's pretty crazy. 31 is pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah. We I, had to, so my senior year, um, they got rid of the OGT. They replaced it with the park oh, test. Oh, they got rid of the OGT? Yeah, they got rid of the OGT my freshman year, and they replaced it with these things called the park test. And then we took the park test my freshman year. Then they said, nah, screw the park test. You took that for no reason. <laughs> and then they were like, all right, you have to take the ACT to graduate. Everyone has to get a 21. Everyone has to get a 21? Yeah. That's, it, that's it, wild yeah, that they put like, a number on it. Yeah, and it's like a certain, it's like a certain, um, I don't know if it's a 21 overall, but I think it is. It's like, it's like in, you have to get a 19 in this subject, a 20 in math. It's like in English, math, science, and reading or whatever it is. You have to get certain scores in each one to pass that part of high school. Really? Yeah, and that's what they made it now. But I think they removed the minimum scores. I think you just have to take the ACT to graduate now. I don't know. They, I don't know. I, have I, to ask I my see sister. making you take it. Making yep. you take it seems well. The like state, fair. the state will pay for one ACT for you now. Yeah, like every that, every kid in school gets yeah. a free ACT. I, I was now. gonna say if they pay for it, like because it's seventy five bucks and. Mm-hmm. Honestly, there's some kids like my grandma paid for me to take the ACT. Yeah. Like I, we didn't have the extra seventy five bucks as a family for to a pay test. for a test. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Tests don't do. I mean. Well, I don't think tests test anything other than memorization. The ACT is different. The ACT is a little bit of a like. It's like, what did you gather all those years you were oh, in school? No, no, I, but like a regular high school test, I agree. It's just test your memorization, then it goes in one ear and out the other. Well, the ACT is different because, uh, like, when I took it, it gave you basically all the information you needed to answer the question. Yeah, it does. It usually does. So it's like, like you just have to fill in the blank at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Because like, uh, did you take proficiency tests? Mm-mm. Oh, I, I don't had... know. I took a bunch of different types of tests throughout well, school. I had like the Iowa's in grade school yeah. or something like that. Well, growing up, we had proficiency tests, like, and it was like a whole week where we took proficiency tests mm-hmm. yeah. in like different subjects each day. We got super buns. It was nice. Uh, they were heated. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you remember. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I also remember the breakfast pizza. And everything, <laughs> super healthy stuff to give kids. Yeah, it was they're like, we them. need you to eat before a test. I was like, oh, these are the right things. Breakfast, Got it. pizza, <laughs> yes. But uh, we had to take proficiency tests, and now I'm completely lost because I was thinking about fucking super buns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happens to me a lot. But I, I, the proficiency tests were a lot better to me to gauge your aptitude yeah than the act was yeah i've always wanted to take an iq test because like what is it what is an well, iq test all about have you taken one i online ones you know nothing from a fucking i know it's just it's supposed to be doctor. like pattern recognition and problem solving right yeah mostly i want to see what it's all about well iq tests really i don't think judge much like they I don't know. They, IQ. they 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 like 
I think IQ is pretty relevant. There's some s- I, serious studies the, with IQ and like what you, like the thing your is IQ the category. Tests are so they're not from what I've heard. Like they don't really they can't gauge what they say they can gauge. Yeah, I I I guess I mean no, no test is perfect, but the studies done off of the IQ test and like your based on your score range, they can almost like almost always guess what there's like a list in each score range of what career paths go in this range yeah and they're almost always right i mean i've taken a iq test online and i've gotten a a 134 and then i've taken another one and got a 160 yeah which 160 is fucking genius genius level and i don't unabomber stuff (laughs) that's not where i'm at yeah yeah (laughs) Like I'm not an idiot, but I'm not a genius. <laughs> yeah, I'd want to get one that like had like some regulators and be like, "Tell me how I did," you know, <laughs> see what it's all about. But and like, I- also they say a lot. They what I, from what I heard about the the IQ, it's like there's like a there's a minimum IQ that people below that they they pretty much don't get careers. They just won't. They just don't do jobs. But there's a certain highness that you either are extremely excelling in the one thing that you do or you're just with them yeah you're like, with, you're with the people who don't ever figure out the, what you do because you're too smart dude i don't know if i'm too smart but i have never walked into a job and thought i'm gonna do this for 10 years like i've no job i've ever had and what about no, comedy that's the only thing yeah, that's, that's that's the goal then. That's the dream for the yeah. the dream tour. <laughs> yeah, I'm Plug. not. I'm not a nine to fiver. Like yeah. I, I, I'll do it because I have to. Mm-hmm. But it's not in you. Yeah, no, I don't. I think a lot of people are. I think a lot of people want to do something that has to do with their that has a draw on their creativity. Well, that's uh, the reason I started yeah. this is because I think this this. Originally, I started it with the message is like use your creativity, you know, cre- go your creative route, follow your creative side, do your follow your dream, you know. Mm. And now, I think I've kind of built up to where I understand that like n- just doing it is an, is is enough to saying that I don't have to talk about it as much. Yeah, and you can like I just keep, I'm gonna make the show that I like creatively, and I'm gonna grow it. I'm doing the drunk show. You'll be on the drunk show pretty soon. <laughs> We're, that'll be a fun one. You're gonna love Big Tone. You're gonna love Big Tone. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard good things. Yeah, maybe we should do two on the day you come. I think we're gonna record um on Sunday next week after the Browns game. All right. So if you're down for that, we'll do a, do a couple of drone questions. We're gonna try and record like four or five of them next week. If you want to do like a, a double feature, and we'll yeah, bring. I'm down. We'll probably bring one more comic too and do. Like oh five no! Episodes. Don't do that. Not on the same episode. <laughs> I'm just uh, okay. uh, oh my! Gosh. I just wanted to pretend like I had a big ego for a second. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't work with other comics. I would never do. That's so funny. No, but we're gonna probably get another. No, maybe not another comic. Maybe we'll, me and him will record two, and us three will record two. We'll figure it out. Yeah, that's a, such a fun show, though. I was, I was nervous about it. You were. Yeah, if we were going to do it, I didn't know if I had good questions. Dude, dude, I asked if, like, a hot dog was a sandwich, man. You know? <laughs> Whoa. I need to know what was the end result. Like, what did you guys We decide? disagreed. Oh, I think it's God. a sandwich. I think it's a sub. And he's like, no, it's a hot dog. It's a yeah, sausage. No, it's, and I'm it's, like, it's, it's a sub. A sausage a sa- is a sub. A sandwich is 
The only argument you can make against hot dog being a sandwich is it's not separated bread. But then it's a wrap. Then it's a tortilla. That's a taco. A hot dog <laughs> is a taco. A hot dog is an American taco. You right. Thank you. <laughs> Guys, we're going to I'm coming next week hot dog is a taco shirts. <laughs> oh my god. But no, it meets all the qualifications for what a sandwich is. Two pieces of bread with something in between. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fucking sandwich. No, I saw this guy who has a theory that everything is either a soup, salad, or sandwich. Or you can be like an individual item, like a piece of chicken. But fried chicken is technically bread around meat. That's a sandwich. Everything is fits into those three categories. And he was like, ice cream, that's a soup. And I was like, no, that is not a soup, sir. <laughs> First of all, why are you so aggressive about that? And two, you can easily turn it into a soup. You just keep swirling it. Stop. Don't do that to the ice cream. Just eat it. Stop. It's so fun, though. It's just going, woo, woo, woo. Oh, when I was a kid, I'd eat half the bowl and then just swirl it into a mess and then chug it. Which is why I look like this. So... <laughs> and then chug, and chug it. Oh my gosh! All right, I've got some questions for you. I want to talk about. Um, you were on one of our favorite podcasts, and I want to talk about your experience on there. You want to talk about it a little bit? Kill Tony show. Yes. What do you want to know, dude? You were, so you were on the show. When was this? Uh, it was December of uh, 2019. December 2019. You go up to what Cleveland? Yep, Cleveland, the sit, House of Blues. Sit front row, and and your name gets pulled from the bucket. Oh, dude, I fucking got so hyped. I fucking jumped up. I had a beer on the ground next to me that I knocked over, and all the people around me had to deal with while I was on stage. Dude, so did you know what minute of jokes you were gonna tell? Uh, I had something in my mind, but as you've soon been doing as doing this a little longer than I have, well, when. At that point... You were I, about at my point? No, I was a little further into it, but maybe around the amount, same amount of stage time. Okay. Uh, actually, I I've did... I've been up like eight times right now, or yeah. nine, because I, I did that crowd control show and really made everyone feel uncomfortable in the crowd and <laughs> bombed it. <laughs> well, uh, around that time, I had started comedy in July, or June of that year, and last uh, Saturday in June. Um, and I did a couple mics here and there. I might have been a little more into the game than you, but yeah. not much because I wasn't taking it that seriously yet. Yeah, I'm an every weeker. Yeah, I, I want to do it. There's a I, fly I would, here. Yeah, I would go like sometimes like two times a week, and then other times I wouldn't go for a month. Oh yeah. So I wasn't taking it too seriously, but I did. A corporate show at the business I worked for right before I did Kill Tony. Really? Yeah. A corporate show? How do you even... They just were like, we need a comedian? Well, we had a, a Christmas party every year, and I was like, hey, well, you know, I'm doing comedy. If you need some entertainment, I'll do it. And they were like, okay, yeah, how long can you do? And I was like, didn't expect you to take me seriously. Um... <laughs> ten minutes, five minutes, two and a half. <laughs> I told him ten minutes, but so I did that, and then I went on the Kill Tony show, and I had 
my idea of what I wanted to say for a minute, but the second my name got called, gone, gone, yeah. And I went up. How there. many people are at that show? A lot, hundreds, right? Maybe a thousand. Yeah. I don't. No, I don't no, know how many no, fit no, in the House of Blues. Down There's, in down in Texas, don't they have like a thousand people or something? Probably they have huge rooms there, or where they're doing it is huge. Isn't it now. a theater or something? No, it's not a theater. I don't know. I don't know. Kind of looks like it on the from the camera view. I don't know if they show the stands very much. But the House of Blues had a, it had at least like a hundred people seating. Then it had standing room only behind the seating, and then there was a bar. So you know, probably two hundred, three hundred people. That's a big room. Yeah, and and all of the internet. Yeah, he's got like. Tens of thousands of listeners, right? Oh, yeah. He's fucking balling out. But, yeah, I was, I, like, you know, I got a, and for the listeners, this may surprise you, uh, apparently a deep belly button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. He told me that he was on the show, and he was like, yeah, man, they put coins in my belly button. And I was like. I'm going to get on YouTube, like, tonight. <laughs> we were sitting up at the comedy club, and I was talking about Kill Tony, and you were like, yeah, I was on it. And I was like, no freaking way. What And I was like, what episode? And it's, what, 422? That, that's what I told you. I yeah. think it's right around there. It's the Cleveland episode. Yeah, it was, it was episode 422, and I checked it out, and yet, for sure enough, they put some coins in, in his belly button, and I brought a jar of coins. That I'm just... I'm just <laughs> At least we got more of an interview from this than I got there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they were really focused on, like, could we get this guy to put coins in his belly button? But then you got up and impressed everyone with your beer chug. Like, <laughs> like they were actually up on stage like, all right, that's pretty impressive. Well, that's one thing. I, If I could say I have a skill, it's the ability to chug. The ability to chug. And knowing the best way to chugs out of each glass. Really? <laughs> like, a can versus a bottle versus a cup. All right, out of a can, you're shotgunning, right? Well, that's the fastest way. Yeah. But there's uh, a technique to... Like, puncture you... the front right here. If you puncture the front like this... Well, no, if you puncture it, it no, adds no, no. airflow. No, if you dent the front like this, it actually it makes it come out faster in your mouth. Oh. I, I don't know if that's a cheating I did, move. I didn't know that, but I was going to say, if you want to chug a, a, from a can, you don't tip it all the way up. You just tip it like as it goes, and you keep. Yep. Mm, mm, that's so. You're a chug master. Yeah, yeah, and it comes from childhood trauma. I realized recently. Did, what did they make you? Who made you chug? No. What happened was. What ha happened was. My, <laughs> my brother one time when we were at a restaurant when we were really young, he took a drink and I took a drink right after him. Yeah. And he goes. Why is it every time I take a drink, you take a drink? And I, in my head, I was like, well, because you remind me that there's a drink in front of me. <laughs> but but I, I took that as every single second I can be taking a drink, I'm going to do it just so I can't get, be, be caught doing that. And it, <laughs> it turned into a lifelong skill of chugging beer. Yeah, well, dude, it probably made the college-aged years very fun. It made me impressive to some folks. Yeah, no. Dude, I got some party tricks, man. I got some party tricks. I got, I think, 800, 700, 750 followers on TikTok from one video. 
I gave a tutorial on how to crack a shake a beer and just crack it on your forehead. <laughs> I, I can smack a beer in half on my forehead. Like I can demolish the but can. What what use is that? I, other than I get as much chug beer. as possible. I, I crack it in half and I'm like, ah. And then I look and then I'm at the party and everyone's like, that guy broke a beer on his head. I just know that skill. I don't do I don't whip it out very often. But every once in a while, someone's like, hey, you know how to smash beers on your head? And I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I really do. And I'm 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 not a, I'm not a slow shotgun. I did actually I am right now. I was fast as crap at the beginning of college and I just haven't been doing it lately. I had a 3.3 second shotgun on the last episode I posted a drunk questions. You know it's going to make you feel bad. That's slow. I used to do solid 2.6s. I've chugged a uh tall like a 24 ounce beer at a bar out of like one of those out of a glass like the slender at the bottom Mm -hmm. they get the top glass i i told someone one time i was like i could do that in 2.5 seconds and they're like fucking do it then i was like oh that was a fucking boast i didn't did you do it i did i did it in 3.3 seconds yeah okay yeah but i can i can see that i feel like a glass is quicker than a gun no, guns from the those, fastest. From like from from someone who's a chugger though. I don't know. Some people some people can chug glasses really fast versus like the shotgun. I've seen people get like close to two from like but like how do you t- how I time it is I do a video. We video it and then we mark and then you look like from when it hits his lips to when we let it go. Okay. You can there's a video on YouTube frame by frame um, of me shotgunning a BFC. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that is? It was a thirty can, <laughs> a thirty-two ounce monster that they came out called. They called it the BFC monster. Oh my god! You b- did a monster, dude! I shotgunned a monster too. <laughs> no way! But you can find it on YouTube, and I did it in like because like what's, a, what's a, a video called so people can actually find Blake it? BFC Chug. Blake BFC Chug. If Blake you see it, if you see a BBC much more attractive Chugs. version of me in a Superman shirt. That's where you go. How, how many years ago was it? I was in high school. You were in high school? Oh, wow. And yeah, YouTube hasn't banned it? No. <laughs> but uh, I, I shotgunned it in seven seconds, like seven-something seconds, and I did what you did. Like, well, that's how I timed it. Yeah, video timer. Video it and press play, and from the start to the finish. Check that time, I, yeah. I was pretty excited. Impressed with myself getting thirty-two ounces in seven seconds. No, that's impressive. That's real impressive. I th- it might be eight. I might be lying, but I think um, as the, by the time you come on to drunk questions next week, when we do a shotgun timer, we'll run a timer for each of us and we'll put it on. We'll put it on the video. We'll have Big Tony do it. Big Tony doesn't shotgun really. He's not a, like he do- he he doesn't do it with me often, so I don't know how quick well, he is. I He's not shotgunned slow. in a while, but I still. I'm still comfortable Dude, with imagine, my chances. Like if you could clone yourself and put yourself on your shoulders, that's big tone. <laughs> oh, and go black. <laughs> and turn black. And go black. <laughs> yeah. No, that's big tone. He's standing next to Big Tony. My every I still am like, dude, they don't I can't believe they make people six foot six. I can't believe they come out that tall. Dude, I went to school with two Two kids that were six foot four, and for some reason, a lot of times in the hallway, I would just be walking down it to go to class, and they would just be flanking me, and I was like, "Fucking pick a side, dude!" 
Like, I can't keep looking up on both directions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's about time for beer number three for me. I'm already on beer number three. He's a slow puss. Oh. Uh, <laughs> is that a Pokemon? <laughs> it's like Slowpoke, but like an octopus. It would be the porn version of Slowpoke. You watch Pokemon porn? No. Not anymore? No. Never. Never? No. I've seen ads for it. I've seen <laughs> ads for it. There's no way. It. There's no way. I just made that up. <laughs> dude, no, dude. Ash fucking Misty is a thing. And Pikachu getting it in, that's a thing. Like, if you've, you've thought well, about well, it. If you've seen more than one, these, you've either seen two advertisements or you were like, click recommended videos and no, you gave no. it a scroll i've been on the internet a lot longer than you dude yeah you are oh wait how much older are you than me i'm 31 so you're 10 years older than me dang i wouldn't think you were 10 years older than me you look young yeah everyone says that and that's why i have the beard like a 25 you know dude, when i was 27 i had a dude i worked with asked me he's like hey uh have you graduated yet or are you still in high school and I was like, I'm fucking 27, bitch. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Shout out Dylan. Dylan, my friend Dylan is 27. Gets ID'd everywhere. Yeah. Dude, I hate it. I hate getting ID'd. Like, it's like, what what, what do I have the facial hair for? I worked a decade for this fucking facial hair to look older. Dude, Why I had, do I have it? I, you notice I shaved my mustache. I had that trash stash sitting on my lip for a little bit. And, um... I think my I think someone told me I look like a VHS porn star. So <laughs> so I was like I was like that could be a good thing. Mullets are coming back. <laughs> when I first started growing facial hair, I only could get a dirt stash. Yeah. That's I all can I grow could get. a little mustache. It takes a while, but I just shaved it and I looked at my face. I was like, it's weird cuz I had a mustache for 2 months. I look at my face and I'm like, wow, I look like a child now. Yeah. Look, I had a dirt stash. <laughs> you do look like a child now. Um, <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> but no, I had a, a dirt stash in my one of the Sams that mm -hmm. took me on that to get my A lot my of ACP. Sams in your life, yeah. No, no. It's the same Sams. Just two? Two and Sams? There's a third, but it's my friend's sister, and we don't talk about her much. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no. <laughs> No, uh, the one Sam told me that uh, I looked bad with a dirt stash, and I was like, "It's the I only look worse without it." <laughs> That's how I feel about my mustache. <laughs> nah, you, when you were in high school, though, you you looked better without a mustache. In high school, I didn't have, I couldn't grow a mustache. Yeah, I I couldn't either. I had the beginnings of a dirt stash. Oh, and, and that girl goes, "You look better without it. That looks gross." And so, you know, I kept it for a couple of weeks, and then I did a science experiment, and I shaved it off. And she didn't mention it one time. And when it finally, like, started to grow back in again, I was like, uh, so how did I look without my mustache? And he goes, what? You've always had it. And I was like, oh. <laughs> you didn't even fucking notice that I shaved it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> No, they don't pay attention to your... Sam wasn't paying attention to your stash. No, but she did at one point. She's like, you would look better without it. She she called you out about it and then forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> and they come at us saying, you didn't notice my haircut? It's like a quarter inch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you notice a guy's haircut. It depends. Not mine. 
I don't. I, I'll get like a trim because I'm trying to grow it out right now. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying. I dude, you won't believe it, but I had um, hair like halfway down my back. Like it's probably almost two years ago now, but I kept it short for a year through 2020. Yeah, I don't believe that. And then I don't believe what oh, you're saying. Oh, oh, guys, guys, I'm sorry that you had to hear that on the mic. We're taking a pause, and then we're gonna argue about my hair length. <laughs> <laughs> and. We are back again, and Blake doesn't believe I have long hair. I had long hair. No, I did. I did. It, it doesn't fit you. I had though. a man bun. I'm getting back. You made uh, no. Never mind. I didn't make fun of man buns. Never. I would mind. never. I looked else. beautiful in a man bun. <laughs> I was like dark haired Thor with a chubby bear belly. <laughs> yeah, I made a meme about that Thor with the beer belly, where I, I, uh, and this is me just trying to get into content here, people, but. <laughs> It was a, a meme of, like, showing uh, a couple of basketball players. Mm -hmm. It was uh, Jimmy Butler and Russell Westbrook, like, spent, mm -hmm. you know, playing a game. And then it showed Cam Newton uh, avoiding, like, I don't know if you remember Cam Newton in the Super Bowl and how he just, he could have recovered a fumble. Oh, yeah. But he made a business decision. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was like, nope. Not ruining my knee. <laughs> like can't can't blame him for it. But yeah. He did that. But then I. That's what he does though. He plays football. You know that's what the knees for is playing football. Yeah, but if he fucking falls on or if he gets he's it crushed that day, he's not making any more money. Yeah, but he's got money. <laughs> Invest it properly, dude. If you gave me a year's worth of an NFL player's contract, I could be set for life. I feel like I'm financially like responsible enough to invest that properly. <laughs> but. That's why when they get uh, Dogecoin all the way. <laughs> no, when they get into the NFL, the first thing uh, like old heads tell them is get a financial advisor. Yeah, get your yeah. money fucking right. Like, cause you might only fucking be here for four years. Dude, three is the average. So uh, that means there's a bunch of people who go. No, one. there's no way that's the average running back is in there for five years. And that's we're gonna we're gonna oh my gosh I didn't start my timer let's start at like twenty five minutes here, all right um I think the average NFL running back is three point four. You got to think about years. all the players that that never start. It's like they never start and they just get cut three point yeah. three years. You know, so many players get drafted in the late rounds or picked up after the draft, are on the team for two years, get practice squatted and then cut, you know? I mean, practice squatted is still in the NFL though. Yeah, no, they get paid good money to just practice football. That's a blast. That sounds I actually, like a life. I did a a report on how those guys get underpaid in college. Really I mean they're a part of the team. They do they're they're much closer to average individuals than the starters. Mm -hmm. And they're risking a lot more injury. Yeah, no, yeah, of course. And like they're there, they're spending their time there. I mean, they, and they they're a part of an organization that makes millions and millions and millions of dollars. You know, so yeah, that they could deserve easily distribute it to in a much larger more amount than they already do. Yeah, I like, don't know too much about making a shit ton of money. I understand that though, but no, he's no, making a lot no, of decisions. No. Was it? They're making a shit ton of money, but it's nothing compared to what the NFL is making. Mm. Like they're making a huge amount of money, but what the NFL is yeah, but everybody's got to make their cut. Like the guys who do the work of the NFL. Well, the 
It's it's mostly going it's to the owners. It's kind of set up now, though. It's yeah. the owners like, that are getting the money. They didn't. The people who set built the NFL didn't aren't making the money. You know, they didn't they didn't put in the work to make the NFL popular. You know, yeah. it, that's the weird thing about corporations that last a long time is like, I see the value in like it, like Elon Musk. If I buy from Tesla, he might be the richest guy in the world, but I know that he gives all of his workers stock in his company yeah. and compared to he, Jeff Bezos. Also, he started it at. He started it himself, and he built it. So, like, he, he's earned all the money that he's made. Like, he does it. He sleeps in his shop until his girlfriend breaks up with him, you know? Apparently that happened Or he fucks Amber Heard. Is that what happened? <sighs> Apparently he was uh, with uh, Amber Heard when— Who's that? Oh, uh, God. Did you ever watch— uh... I'm uncultured, man. No. Um, the MMA movie— Oh my god, I can't bl- never back down. Oh, I have, I have. Okay, have seen, I've seen that, but it's been a long time. She's the love interest. Okay, in she's never a, back okay, down. Yeah, she's, so a she's hot. Beautiful fucking girl. She's an actress, yeah. I mean, she's well, hot. I mean, some actresses aren't Amber Heard. <laughs> yeah, no, not all of them, but she's a hot actress, so that means yeah. like she's the top of the top. But uh she was dating or married to Johnny Depp and apparently mm. like was I like Johnny Depp. He's hot. I mean, did I just say that out loud? <laughs> you're just, just saying that because you're trying to get his hair. No, uh, I am. I'm no. I'm gonna be a pirate for Halloween this year. I swear to God, I will be Johnny Depp for Halloween. Do you know, like, the way Johnny Depp played um, Jack Sparrow was not at all how it was supposed to be in the script. Really? Yeah. He He's was interesting. He's weird, isn't he? Isn't he? Yeah. Well, he w- does he do heroin? Was that, I'm sure did he, he did at some point. Did he? Was it him who had a problem with that? I don't, I don't want to accuse Johnny Depp. Robert Downey that. Jr. Oh, okay. Is, might be who you're thinking of. He definitely did. <laughs> but no, Jack Sparrow was supposed to be like your typical like gallivanting pirate, like just the prim and proper and perfect. And mm-hmm. he was like, I'm going to play him as a drunk. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the best. That made he, those movies so much better. He made the right call. Yeah. He fucking... All these other people who wrote the script, the director, everyone was wrong. Pirates of the Caribbean would have been crap if he wasn't drunk. Exactly. He made the right call there. Yeah, he did. Okay, wait. Let's talk a little bit. I don't know if we – I think we were talking about something before this, but let's talk about a little bit about, like, your comedy a little bit. So how often do you get up in a week? Uh, I'm – at the point where I usually get up about four to five times a week. Oh, you're at four to five times a week? Where are you going? I know you're at the Funny Stop on Wednesdays a lot. You've got a co-feature contest coming up. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, uh, it'll be sometime in October. Sometime in October. Well, if we can get the date by the time I post this next Sunday, I'll throw the date up. I'll probably throw it in the description because I'm not going to remember this point while editing this hour and a half podcast. But uh, I, I usually go to... Barmacy in Highland Square of Akron. I'm thinking about hitting that this that, Sunday. Do it. What just ta- go. What time? Can I just show up and sign yeah. up? It's a it's a open mic. You can show up. Uh, it it was a showcase for a while, but like we talked about, the owner of Crackpots. Mm-hmm. He uh, was the one who wait, was running wait, wait. it. Can I bleep that name? The, <laughs> the, the <laughs> no one of note is gonna hear this. Hey, I don't know. Maybe Pete's going to watch. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> hey, sh- we love the funny stop. I don't even know who crackpots are. Yeah. Okay, but 
<laughs> that, that's all I know from the Facebook group because I've only been to Funny Stop, so I'm going to take a side. <laughs> My side is I get up on stage. <laughs> no, that's fair. but And Pete's actually giving me more time now. No, I love Pete, though. I love Pete. I went to school with his kids, so like it also. Oh, like, you went to school with his kids? Yeah, I went to school with his kids. Um, the one son was a grade above me. The other one was like three grades above me. But like, um, we played football on the same team, and so like they told me he opened, he had a a comedy club, and I remember when they told me that I was like comedy club, and then I started watching stand up comedy just after that. You know, it was like fifteen, sixteen years old. I watched stand up comedy all oh, through. Oh, you started late with it. Yeah, I started watching stand up comedy. 15, 16 years old. Because also, my my mom was like anti-TV until I was in high school and I could get, until like Netflix came around. You know, we probably didn't get Netflix till 2014 and I'm I'm the age of the year. I'm 21 in 2021. So. I'm the, I'm the age of the year minus 10. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm always. or No, it's plus 10, sorry. Plus 10 because I was in 90. So, 2014. Oh, God damn it, I fucked that years up. Old I'm sorry, going, people. Yeah. Uh, plus 10 yeah plus 10 <laughs> no but i i didn't watch a lot of tv growing up so when i was able to get netflix i started you know obviously i started with kevin hart everyone was like kevin hart yeah, that guy's funny i did kevin hart and then from kevin hart i went um you say obviously you started with kevin hart yeah he was the biggest advertised on netflix he you know? was big when i was uh in college yeah but i'm saying netflix yeah. when netflix was getting big and everyone oh, was yeah, getting he was netflix, the first he was, big comedian on netflix 2014 I think. he put out his special too so 2014 the year i got netflix the first comedy i saw was kevin hart's big and advertised i was like what is this and then you know next thing you know i'm watching um chappelle rogan segura um kreischer and oh, so you, Tom Papa, hold on. all the Netflix comedians. You I was know? about to say, is that where is that your lane? Is Netflix comedians? Netflix comedians was my start, but now I've I've started to you know find. I listen to Spotify comedians, you know. Also, I love. I've been able. I just recently got into the 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 New York, the three guys from New York. I really like Joe List, Sam Morrill, and Mark Norman. All amazing. All of those dudes are amazing. It's so funny hearing you like list the comedians you're into, and because it's on Netflix, that's the platform you're used to. Yeah, but Joe List, Mark Norman, and Sam Morrill, none of them are Netflix guys. But like the the first people, you the first people were all my Netflix guys. Yeah. When I started listening, it was Comedy Central, wasn't it? Man, you're old. Yeah. You watch TV. <laughs> and dude, I think I did my first comedy set when I was like seven years old. I made my fucking parents and her friends sit down oh, on man. the couch and listen to me try to tell jokes. <laughs> man. See, you want to know what I was doing? I went to – so my parents sent me to Catholic school. So I You were doing Catholic girls. <laughs> no, I wish. <laughs> no. I, um, I went to Catholic school, and so the first person I saw because I didn't watch TV – was first person I watched a little bit like kids shows when I was a kid obviously but yeah. my mom would give us a, I almost said Barney but he was probably dead by then no Barney was around okay All Barney right. was around he, I was Barney Blues a, Clues you know Curious oh, George boy. Curious George was my shit Curious George was still around God that damn. was my stuff I didn't know it had the staying power it did no they had the longevity I I got the end of the longevity shows <laughs> you know those those Clifford Clifford was my guy the big red dog yes 
Oh my god! I got a big red dog. <laughs> you see him? You saw him coming in. My no, he's looking emaciated. He hasn't eaten in days. My dog is like twenty-five pounds over healthy weight. He's a fat red lab, and but he's convinced it... he's he hasn't been fed. <laughs> you should see the dog's head. It's big. He does got a fat nog, and he's an English lab. He got those fat nogs. Man, I forget what I was going. Uh, TV shows. Oh, yeah. So, when the first person I saw go up on a stage was a priest. So, I came home and was like, everybody has to listen to this guy. And I was like, all right, guys, I'm doing mass. <laughs> I got up and I started doing mass. So, question. I just, I needed the stage, yeah, you know? No, just no. like all of us other comics, we, we, crave, we crave the stage. Oh, no. People tell me all the time, like, oh, it takes a lot of courage to go up there. And I'm like, I need it. No, I was like, it takes courage for me to talk to you one on one. To get to talk to people for 10 minutes where they're supposed to stay the fuck silent <laughs> and, and only like, laugh. All you can do is laugh. <laughs> I was like, laugh that's, and shut <laughs> that's easy for me. Yeah. That's I funny. mean, I still get fucking nervous. Like, I can't, I can't fucking. Oh, yeah, dude. I got to breathe. Deny that. I got to do like, like a minute of. Before I go up every time, I get, I mean, I've only been up a few times, but I get so nervous right before yeah. I hit that stage. Well, I'm not nervous about talking to people. Mm -mm. I'm nervous about, like, I'm up here talking to you. I hope you're not fucking hating me. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, I don't know what I'm nervous about. I'm. Well, public speaking is apparently a bigger fear than death. Yeah. I'm not afraid. People. I've never really been afraid of, like, saying whatever the fuck I think. Like, I just say it. But you say it to people that... Nope. I was that kid in school who told the teacher her husband was going to leave her. Yeah, but... <laughs> you can say that, but you know you have an army of little giants around you that will love the fact that you said that. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. There was little kids, you know. Yeah, no, but I was... I was always just a bold kid. I don't know if I ever told a teacher. I was just an example. Like, I'd say something crazy to a teacher. But I always would say what I wanted, but... I don't know what the nerves is before going up on stage. I don't know why I'm nervous because I know I know what I'm going to say, but I'm like, maybe I'll forget. Maybe um, the, you know I'll have what, a stroke. You want to know what the nerves are? It, just, like I just said. It's just the nerves in the room. It's You don't want to go up there and have a bunch of people not enjoy you being up there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you don't want them to not like you being up there. That makes sense. I get the nerves. and But once I get up there, I'm like, I'm here now. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I like once I'm up there, there's the fear leaves. Once I grab the microphone, it's like, what's up? <laughs> you're stuck with me. <laughs> well, that's how you, you're supposed to feel doing stand up is like, I'm up here. Like, if people start talking, you, you literally can say, I'm the one with the microphone. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. That's crazy. Dude, I'm just glad that I have, like, a couple friends there at the club, like you guys that, like, because I'm very new, and you guys, I've been able to ask a lot of questions. I'm a question asker, though. Like, I'm a person who wants to know how other how other people do the thing that I'm trying to do. I'm never, I'm, I'm but also, like, if you tell me how you do it, I'm like, I can't do it that way. Now I got to yeah. do it a different way. Well, but it's also nice to know, like, everyone, like, because everyone has different... I've talked to people about how they write their notes and how they plan their jokes. Everyone's different, you know? Yeah. Well, that's why I say whenever someone asks me for advice or something, which I don't know why people do it, 
Mm-hmm. Like some of the new comics have asked me things, and I'm Dude, like, a new comic told me asked me. He asked me how long I was doing comedy because I had a good set. My first good set. My first actual good set on Wednesday. And I was like, dude, I am, I don't ask me anything. I have no idea what's going on. I just got lucky. I made a weird joke. People liked it. I don't know. I made black people jokes to black people. They loved it. I don't know. <laughs> but no, I like, what were we just talking about? I had it and I lost it. Um, uh, um, asking you advice. People asking you advice. advice. What was right before that? There was a point I said that. The point that you, the reason you said that is because we were talking about like how I've had, I've been able to talk with you guys about how like just just about oh, yeah. regular okay, comedy yeah. stuff, you know? Yeah. When people ask me advice, like I always like preface it like I, you can take it however you want, like use it, don't use it. That I'm not a f- fucking professional, so like whatever you're about, sit- you get paid. Here and there, you've been doing some hosting gigs. Yeah, you're getting te- to, technically. You're, I am a paid comedian. Just you're now. just getting to the point where you're about to be like, if you do do well in this co-feature contest, you'd be getting more and more gigs too, right? Yeah. Uh, Pete was actually really happy with me hosting last night. Apparently, he yeah. was like, "Hey, Blake, thank you." And I was like, "Well, that's a far cry from how you were before I went up there, so I'll take it." Yeah, <laughs> I love Pete. But no, like, if I give anyone, uh, like comedic advice take it with a grain of salt take every advice yeah, yeah that's if, if you want to if, if it resonates with you advice wise like it it makes sense to you mm-hmm. do it if it's something that you're like oh, that won't work for me like you said like yeah exactly it's like then don't do it like if you know in, in your heart of hearts that it's not going to be something you can do. I'm also a guy like that doesn't like like doing what other people are doing. Like I want to figure I don't want to copy anyone, you know. Yeah. Well, I think luckily as much as I like like I love Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer, I all love that. Tom. Tom's hilarious. But like I I'm a storyteller like them, mm-hmm. but I don't think it because they're professional level, like I don't think my storytelling's anywhere like their version of it. I don't even know what I am yet. I tell a couple stories. I I like to one of the things I like to do is I like to take a very normal situation in my life, something that I handled well, and imagine me handling it the worst way possible <laughs> and then tell that imaginary story. That's a good way to look at it. That, that's what I like I've done that like I did that with my like a story about my girlfriend like when I wrecked my car, she picked me up and we hung out and we just like talked about it and had a good night after that. But like I tell this great like it's terrible. It's a it's a dark joke about like like what if i just like was a dick all night long how would the argument go and i make up this make-believe argument between us and it's super like that's super funny to me it's like taking a like a situation that went fine and then just making it terrible (laughs) well that's like uh my biggest joke uh my pussycat dolls joke Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i i it gets my most laughs consistently Mm -hmm. and everything and it's something that happened to me. The, what happened? Like my mom singing the Pussycat Dolls in the car with me happened. Yeah. But I just I spin it in, like, what if she was singing it to me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put a little twist on that real life, dude. I don't know what makes stuff funny, but I like when it is. Every. Yeah. But also, I'm a laugher. Like everything's funny to me. Yeah. I'm. I'm a. I'm a, I'm a, 
I hope the like the people who listen to this podcast are just like. <laughs> <laughs> this is the whole time. Just every time we said something that we thought was fucking hilarious, they go. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. Um, shoot, how much time do we have left here? We got about seven minutes before this camera is going to shut off on us, and I have to pee. So let's let's talk a little bit so we can see you at okay. Bar- Barmacy on, on Sundays. Sundays. Euro Gyro, also on Sundays. Sunday. What time is that one? It it starts at uh, 8.30. That one but starts it, at... But it goes late. Okay, so, so Kent State where? It's uh, Euro Gyro on South Peaster Street. You can see him there on Sundays, seven thirty at Pharmacy. Uh, yeah, at Pharmacy. Uh, Tuesdays uh, at Twisted Melt at eight p.m. Um, Wednesdays, the Funny, funny stop. stop. You can see me at the Funny Stop on Wednesdays as well. And uh, Fridays, a show that I would really like people to go to because they pay me, <laughs> is uh. 127 West Waterloo Street. It's uh the re You know what? If I can't remember the name of it, I probably shouldn't promote it. Yeah, no, you <laughs> should promote it. You should promote it. Look up that address and just go there on Friday at what time? Uh 9 p.m. 9 yep. p.m. Just go to that address at 9 p.m. We aren't going to rob you. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I will be in the parking lot with no shirt, no pants, Listen. just shiny silver luminescent stripper boxers with a microphone and a Bose speaker telling de- telling telling your mama jokes. I thought me not remembering the name of the place would be the worst thing that was said about it, but then he goes, "We won't rob you." <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's it isn't a setup. 9 o'clock, 27 something street. One twenty-seven West Waterloo Street. How don't you fucking know that, dude? I don't know where this. Where, is, dude? I'm about to Google this place. I'm gonna put it in my maps. We're gonna figure out where it is. Give me this address. One twenty-seven West Waterloo. Waterloo. Just Waterloo Street. Yeah, West Waterloo. Yeah. Or West Waterloo. All right. Good. What's this place? What is it? Zoom in. Is it I called Millennium Transmissions and Auto Care? <laughs> nope. That is That is not it. <laughs> no, the the place is uh been recently renamed, that's why I can't remember it. Oh, it's a new is it a comedy club? No, it's a, a place that wants to host events though. They oh. they want to have comedians come in and that's cool. every, every Friday. Also doing a open mic on Wednesdays, but most likely, I'm busy go on Wednesdays. To... <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go to the funny stop. I just like supporting that place. It's a local business, and they're also like they're in like they were a legendary place in like the 90s mm. in the early 2000s. But the building burned down, and they had to move. And they had to move, and one of the partners left and did like they were hilarities. Now they're the funny stop, and a lot of great comedians have started there. Dude, I honestly... I didn't know Steve Harvey started there until last night. Yeah, Steve Harvey started there. Um, TJ Miller has been there a couple times. I don't know if he started there, but he did a lot of his... He did <laughs> I, some early I shows heard, there. I heard TJ Miller. He might his, Maybe his first headline was there. No. TJ Miller's the dude from Deadpool, right? Yeah, the bartender. Yeah. I heard that he went there this last time and got so fucked up. So hammered. That'd be so fun. 
and be hammered he, with TJ Miller. Well, no, he got hammered, then went on stage and did half his time and just was like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It happens. It happens. It happens, dude. <laughs> I could see it. Like, cause there's like, oh my gosh. When I did that crowd control show and they, like, I did my crowd, I did a crowd control show before I'd even done six stand up comedy sets. Like, yeah, that's that's the, the, good work. Yeah, the crowd control show was just like you, you like I couldn't write anything. I just had to come up with it on the fly and like talk to the crowd. And I'd go up there and I'd have one or two things to say and then just be like, uh, 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 and I'd be done. I'd just be out of stuff. And that was terrible. And I just kept getting drunker and drunker because I couldn't. I was like, no, I can't be doing this. Like maybe if I get drunk, I'll start talking shit. <laughs> you know what the best way to do crowd work is? Yeah. If you want to ask a crowd a question. Be ready with two answers, mm. a positive response and a negative response. Man, that's so much thinking. That's your 31 ACT. I don't <laughs> have that. No, that's, no, that's, that's what uh, comedians have told me. Really? Like you need If you're going to ask questions to the crowd, which that's what the crowd work show is, you got to yeah. talk to them. Yeah, two answers. You need to have – if you ask a question, you need to know what – if they say something you don't expect. Mm, that's, yeah, that's, okay. But what if you ask someone what their job is? I think you just have to come up with something there. Yeah, well, that's where... Then you just you, get it wrong. Be like, oh, so this is what you do? <laughs> well, then you have multiple responses. Like, yeah. oh, I work at blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, so you sit in a cubicle all day like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, I, I get it, I get it. I'm not going back to that show until I'm a little more comfortable on the stage, but... Yeah, I, I did it once and it went terribly. But yeah, dude. Okay, okay. Let's um try and wrap up here because I got to pee. We only got a, like a minute on the camera. So thank you guys for thank you guys for listening today. Go ahead and tell us where we can check you out. You know, social medias and stuff. Oh, uh, you can find me at uh, Blake Townsend on Facebook. Uh, I'll be in a Browns jersey. Uh, Blake to Jesus one. It's not to Jesus. Uh, on Instagram, and. That's pretty much it. Yeah, um, you know, check out the Dream Tour podcast. It's gonna be the channel's gonna be having some channel updates after this episode's probably gonna come out um, on October uh, the this, the second Sunday in October, and we're gonna from here on I'm gonna put out some announcements, and the shows are gonna be changing up the names of some shows. This show's gonna be called something different, but it will still be here. It's still an interview podcast, long form, but. Some stuff's going to be changing. Um, Go ahead and um, keep following your dreams. I don't know. <laughs> be funny if you want to be funny. and Keep following your dreams. We're out here. We're out here following dreams. I'm making videos and telling jokes. He's telling jokes and telling jokes. <laughs> I don't know. I've got a lane. and I've, No, he's I've, also got a podcast. What's your podcast called? Uh, Aggressively Average Podcast. Yeah, yeah. He, he was going to try and not shout it out. We're both <laughs> making podcasts and telling jokes. So check us out. Support. Keep following your dreams. Thank you guys for watching today. Peace. Peace.